to another episode here of the Fake Different Podcast, but this is a special episode this week. That's right, we are going to go back down memory lane here as we have gone over so many different subjects. I figure, why not, for those who just joined the podcast, we're going to combine a couple of episodes together and form one episode all about the Genius Bar and the Genius Journey. And we appreciate you guys coming on board and joining us for this week. So we're going to go over the Genius Bar, how the actual experience works from the moment you come into the store to you leave. And we're going to talk about the terms and conditions that you sign every time you are at a store, you drop off your product and you pick it up and what you're actually signing. So we go over all those details on this episode. So enjoy this classic episode of the Think Different Podcast. All right, guys, it's time for the Genius Bar journey. This segment is all about the Genius Bar. Now, our goal is to educate you on the Genius Bar expectations. We want to break down how each of your products are serviced so you understand when you're visiting the Genius Bar, when you're using AppleCare, what exactly you are getting out of this journey. So that way, you can never say you didn't know how to go to a Genius Bar, you didn't know how a Genius Bar appointment worked because the Think Different podcast has just given you the entire Genius Bar journey right now. So please, tell your friends. Tell your wives. Tell your husbands. Tell all them right. all. <laughs> yeah, tell, you, tell them all. Tell your dog even because, you know, people bring their service dogs into Apple stores all the time. Yeah, did you guys know that? You actually bring your pets into the Apple store. They may not be allowed in the mall, but they're allowed in the Apple store. Well, service dogs are allowed everywhere apparently, and people buy those fake service dog things anyway. So No, but, like, you're allowed – anyone's just allowed to bring their pet in the Apple store. Yeah. We're a pet-friendly store. We are a pet-friendly store. I'm bringing my parrot. Okay. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about the beginning of the journey. So obviously the beginning of the journey is a failing product. Something has failed. So what you have to do is you have to make an appointment or you're going to just walk in. Now, Tim, what do you think the best idea is to do? Uh, Walk in. Ladies ladies (laughs) and gentlemen, I'm looking for a new co-host if anybody who wants to be out there. No, no. In all honesty, the best idea to do is make an appointment right. before you get to the store. Exactly. Because of wait times. And that's another big factor that we'll dive into. So when you are walking in to a store, you know, we're going to explain to you what qualifies as a Genius Bar appointment. Okay, so I'm going to give you a perfect example right now. A cracked screen on an iPhone qualifies as a Genius Bar appointment. Tim, give me something that would not qualify. Apple ID password. Yeah, that was the first thing I was going to say. <laughs> do not go to an Apple store to get your Apple ID password fixed. We can only do what they do on the website. There is nothing in the background that we can do that makes anything different. I should say we like I still work there. Apple cannot do anything <laughs> to change that. So please do not walk into a goddamn Apple store with your Apple ID problems. You sound a little, a little mad, Will. I'm, I'm mad. I just said my He's yoga. He's sweating, guys. He's sweating. Yeah. So, now, another factor, if you're going to go to an Apple store for a Genius Bar appointment, you need to be there one hour before closing. Why is that, Tim? Because typically a repair, even if it's just on an iOS device, takes up to as little as 40 minutes. An example at our store was our last appointment time was set for 8 o'clock. 
uh, and we closed at nine. So that was the last time. Any now, I will say there are emergency situations that they will allow it, but basically, sure. if you are not there by seven o'clock, you may not get anything done that night. So please get there as early as possible, so that way you can be seen. Again, going back to what products work the best. Well, again, we talked about it. Broken screens is a great one. That, that includes includes macOS or iOS. No power devices. No service. You know, a battery change if it's already consumed, if you already know that that is done. In fact, if you check your battery section, you can know your capacity. Also, two products you never want to go in the Apple Store with. Tim, you know what they are. Do you never want to go in the Apple Store with? Because we can't do anything different. Oh, uh, Beats and Watches. Correct. So, Beats have a one-year warranty on them, and that's it. There's no extension on it. Okay, so know that now. You're, you're, if, you're, if your solo Beats are done, you got to pay $99. At least that was the last time I remember of the cost as an example of it. And then watches are always sent out of the store. There is no repair strategy built into the store for Apple Watches yet. So there's no reason to go to a store with an Apple Watch. You could do the same troubleshooting at home that they're going to do in the store. In fact, the troubleshooting takes a long time because it takes a while to even reset the watch if we have to do that. Uh, yep. And like I said, we have no special tools, so do not, do not, do not go to the Apple Store for your Apple Watches. And even if you were to bring your Beats into the store, it has the same repair process as Apple Watches. It will be sent out. It will not be repaired in the store. Um, and like Will said, sending out your Beats online at home is the best way to do it. Now, I'm going to uh, take you through the actual journey of making a reservation. So right now, I am on Apple.com, and there is a support section. There's a section right now on the Apple website that says, tell us how we can help. And that takes you to the site where you'll answer a few questions. So you'll notice uh, if you log in with your Apple ID ahead of time, all your products are already there. So it makes it very easy for you to see your stuff. And then I'm going to choose I'm going to choose a, a watch. Now when I'm on here, it already has an option to repair online, call to arrange a repair, chat to arrange a repair. Now you realize they're saying arrange a repair, which means they are not going to physically do anything. You can make a reservation, but it actually says that they're going to ship it to an Apple Repair Center. So again, even if you book a Genius Bar appointment, if you have no choice but to do that, it already mentions that they're sending it out. And it yep. takes three to five business days to, for the repairs. There's even an option for an express replacement. Now, that happens if you have Apple Care Plus. They're going to send you the watch before you send the other one back. The advantage of Apple Care Plus right away is that you will have that express service so something to point that out now i'm going to choose a more common repair which is going to be a crash screen because that's probably the number one thing we saw and batteries would be the same thing i'm going to hit the option bring in for repair i'm going to choose my local zip code and choose my carrier because there's actually i don't know why they need that i'm going to choose my closest store and the next time they have a reservation now this is being filmed on a wednesday night so thursday the next day 3 40 p.m Whoa, 3.40 p.m. Yes. Now, I'm going to choose our old store, 12.50 p.m. Wow. On Thursday. So, I guess it really does depend. Now, let's choose a Best Buy. Oh. Uh, Throw the wrench that, in there. Yes. Remember, Best Buy does service them now. You don't remember? We talked about that. We did. Very first episode. 12.40 p.m. at one of my local ones, and then there's one in Manalpin, 11:20 a.m. So it's honestly Best Buy had the best option. 
Yeah. As far as the closest time. And they offer same-day repair, screen repairs of iPhone 6S and later. So that's important to know that. So I didn't know that until now. So Best Buy has to, can only service iPhone 6S and above. So you bring your 6 in there, it ain't going to be done. But that's for same so. day, or do they still service it just multiple days? No, the same day, same day. No, but like, do they service like an iPhone 5 just not on the same I don't day? Think th- I, I, don't, I don't think it's a screen repair. I don't think they're offering oh. it. Oh. Yeah, so that's important to know. Which, by the way, there's a point where Apple stops servicing too. So you're right. You're I think right. I, I honestly think iPhone six might be even at the uh, the uh, vintage stage at this point. Now, vintage really? will be important. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna well, we're we're gonna talk about vintage in a second. Okay. So let's talk about the actual journey. You make the reservation. You go into the store. First off, never ever walk into the store and walk directly to the back of the store. Yep. Don't do Why that. Why is that, Tim? Because you won't be checked in. Correct. Not only that, you're not going to get help. You're going to get pushed right back to the front. Yeah. There's always people in the very front of the store when you walk in, so always approach them. Uh, even though we don't have physical cash registers, it's important to know that we are the cash register. So remember that. Always meet with someone in the front and only give a one-minute explanation of what's happening because we don't need a spiel for five minutes. It's not. We're not going to be – that's not your tech person. You, they just guide you to where you need to be. So please do not give them a, a whole story, okay? They don't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, most techs in the front will also know what qualifies and what doesn't. They will uh, decide when is the right repair. So if you're coming in about an Apple ID issue or you can't run updates, we're most likely going to push you to Apple Care support because they can connect with you pretty quickly right away. Normally, yep. their hour, their hours I think are up to like 10 p.m. Like they're they're not all, they're not 24 hours, but they are like like 8 to 10 or 8 to 8 uh, on the East Coast. So just remember that. I guess they're they're kind of uh, like the gatekeeper for the. Uh, they really are. <laughs> it, it was actually the more fun part of my role was actually being up at the front, and trying to figure out because as a genius technician, I'm gonna know the right option based on what I know what I have to repair. So it's important that I guide them to the right spot, and I'm gonna tell them why I'm not sending them to the Apple Store. In fact, you have to. They have to be stern. Mm-hmm. They have to say we're not gonna be able to help you out with this issue here. Bottom line. And you have to, you just have to move forward. Yeah. Okay. By the way, also, if you go online and you're booking the reservation ahead of time, you can also find out what your phone repair costs. So that's important too. They will let you know your iPhone repair costs. Max, they will not. So just important to know that. Cool. Uh, they, they will book you a reservation for the Genius Bar and you do it as a text message system. Please bring in a product that, bring a phone in that has some damn service. <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't stand on people that, oh, I don't have another phone. Well, if you have no power, I can understand that. But if you have someone else with you, always have someone else with you. Okay? Uh, Bring a buddy. Bring a pal. Yep. Now, a little hidbit. For issues like cracked screen, headphones, and charging, you won't wait as long. Now, why was that, Tim? (laughs) Put me on the spot. Yep. Um... Okay, Tim doesn't know. All right, so because headphones and charging cables are very easy. There's not oh, much you we said headphones and charging cables. I thought you were still talking crack about crack screens. screens. I said that too, but also because you're leaving something in for repair. Right. Uh, now, important to tell about, um, please back up your stuff. That's such an important thing. There's no reason to come to an Apple store if you don't, if you don't have a backup, bottom line. Yeah, no, backups uh, are so important. So, Backups are a must. Um, if you don't have one, don't book the appointment. That's the best thing I can tell you to do. The wait times all depend on how busy we are, and you can wait up to one to two hours for any iPhones, sometimes three to four hours for Mac. Yep. 
Yep. So it, there are definitely less geniuses than there are uh, mobile technicians. So please remember that at Mac appointments are probably, you should always make a Mac appointment. It's really, really difficult. Also, do not bring in a computer that's seven years old. It's not going to be serviced anymore, bottom line. So just stop that now, okay? <laughs> Once you return, you have to use something called your ears and listen because they're going to tell you where to go. If they don't find you, we will skip you. And how many times, Tim, has someone approached you that, oh, when's in my turn, right? And then you can't find them because they were told to go somewhere or they went somewhere else and they weren't near the, the spot that they're supposed to be in the Apple store. Happened every day. There you go, every day. Like You're probably going to be one of them. <laughs> yeah, I probably will. To like, the listener. They, they, would, uh, they would sit back at the Genius Bar and expect me to find them at the Genius Bar and not at the specific location where I was to give them their phone back or Correct. product back. Now, we are. this is like a doctor's office, folks, so I hate to use that comparison, but that's probably the best I could, could compare it to. Uh, so the actual appointment, they spend about no more than 10 to 15 minutes to troubleshoot your issue and determine if your repair is needed. Yep. If they do not see the issues, the odds of the repair are slim to none. They're strict on that. And I can tell you on my own experiences, even managers will back me up. They back us up more than they back up the customer. I'm going to let you know that right now. Uh, and the reason why, unless we're like really wrong, yep. you know, but beyond that, you know, they, the one thing I would tell you about Apple is that they entrust us to know what the right solution is. And that was what's great. It was empowerment to us. We had the power to really decide if we think that's the right thing to do is, is replace it or repair it. Yeah, I love and that. if it wasn't. Absolutely. So geniuses are like doctors. And by the way, we will not know how your issues happened. You know, how many people said, oh, how did this happen, Tim? Oh, it happened because X, Y, Z. Yeah, I can't think of 40 different things. Think of it like this. And this is the best analogy I use. And I shut a customer up every time. Did you get sick last week? Oh, how did you get that? How'd you get sick? No, you don't know. <laughs> so bottom line, bottom line is never ask the why. The whole point is to get the solution, not to the why, okay? Bottom line. They're like doctors. Doctors are not going to know how you got sick unless you fell, unless you were in, I don't know, a pro wrestling ring and you hit your back and then it like cracked, you know, then you know how. iPhone repair times could take 40 minutes to two hours. So please remember that. Yes. And during that whole battery replacement program, oh my God. That was a, a that, genius admin's nightmare. <laughs> yeah. That was an Apple store nightmare. Okay? It really that was. That was an Apple nightmare. It was hell on earth. Thank God that went away. Although it did give me more repair time in the back, so that was nice. Um, <laughs> uh, there is no guarantee they're going to have stock for you either. So remember, when you walk into an Apple store, yes, they're going to find a solution for you, but there's no guarantee they're going to actually change it out because it all depends on demand. If they run out of phones or there's a shortage, you may not get that repair done that day. So please set your expectation that they're here to try to f resolve your issue, but there's no guarantee you're walking out with a different device or different repair. That's, that's really important to know. Um, also, to caveat off of that, if you needed a device that day and it was related to an iPhone, you were allotted a loaner device until that. We'll, we'll get to... We'll get the quality programs. Don't worry. We got that. Okay. But, okay. We're I won't finish that statement then. Uh, so for Macs, people who cannot install an operating system 
can go to the store because there is an option for you who don't know, Command R on a Mac boots through your recovery partition and recovery allows you to either erase a computer, reinstall a computer. However, sometimes your machine's wiped clean. There's other ways to boot into the Mac, but sometimes you have to come to the Apple store to do it, which really takes a lot of time out. Geniuses are multitaskers. They're not gonna spend 40 minutes with you while an operating system's installing, folks. They just can't. You are on your own uh, once they at least diagnose that they have to do that for you. So please remember that if you're gonna install an operating system at an Apple store, you're gonna be there for a little bit. And they're not gonna be babying you the whole time. Because I sure as hell was not. Yeah, but they'll check in with you just to make sure you're okay. But yeah, most of the time, absolutely. they're not going to be by your side. Nope. Uh, Mac issues do take longer to figure out. You may need multiple visits to resolve the issue, especially with when it comes to the file system of, of Apple, because it could be a, Adobe Photoshop causing your issue. It could be, you know, your mail causing your issue. The whole system could be messed up. There's a lot of things, a lot of factors involved with that. So please remember that. For sure. Okay. Now, pricing. If you go to the Apple support page, iOS repair costs are always up there. For iPad, for watch, for iPhone, you will see a cost associated with the repair. They already tell you that. Mac does not reveal the cost. I will tell you for an example of a cost, I got my screen fixed one time. On your Mac? On my Mac. It cost, on a 15-inch MacBook Pro, $680. Yep. Okay, so that's how much it costs. Don't crack your screen, folks. It <laughs> will cost you a lot of money. Or if you're out of warranty, it's up there. So think of how much a logic board's going to cost. Okay, in the ending of the conversation, if issues are not found. They are going to recommend to erase your iPhone. Now, that is a troubleshooting step. I can tell you right now, my iPhone sucks with service, it's horrible. Uh, I have a hard time. My sound on my Bluetooth doesn't go all the way up to 100%. It only goes 75. And for but when I switch my AirPods to my watch, it goes up 100. Whoa. Yeah. So and I have erased my iPhone and restored from the backup. Guess what, Tim? Still happens. Still happens. I have to fully erase my iPhone back to factory settings to do this. So what's going to happen is when the new iPhone comes out, my plan is just to kind of copy everything and move it over it sucks but that's the only way i can solve my problem they're not going to switch my iphone out for that folks unless i do it and the same thing happens then i'm going to go to the apple store sometimes macs are left to diagnose the issues and nine times out of ten nothing is found how many times tim did we bring out macs to the back because they were adamant they were adamant this issue is happening this issue is happening we run all the tests under the sun that we possibly have and we don't find anything of course yeah you know, so I can tell you right now, you may be wasting your time. You know, you have to, if the only way you can truly troubleshoot this problem, the Mac has to be erased and you cannot put anything on it. You can't install any third-party apps because they could be a factor to the issue. And also, there's something called the NVRAM reset. Don't do that because that erases your logs. And logs are, are very important to Apple to know what's going on with your uh, device. So the if you, ever, you can look up the NVRAM reset. I'm not going to tell you how to do it because uh, I don't want people starting to press it. <laughs> and also uh, a, so. uh, another big thing was, let's say that the there was a whole big thing called uh, environment problems that could have happened with a Mac. And let's say this problem was, wasn't happening in the store, but it was happening at home constantly. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, number one you know, thing. So like, the Apple genius will be able to set up a call and schedule a call for you to work with an Apple support technician over the phone to help you th help you diagnose it at home and troubleshoot it at home, which is also a huge thing because you could waste your time in the Apple store and not 
get the answer you wanted and go home and you get finally get the answers that you wanted because it was an environmental issue. Yep, and Wi-Fi will probably be the number one thing, and also chargers was another chargers, one. Chargers, yeah, I would, like power. But I would say Wi-Fi will be the number one thing I agree. That, that happens with. Okay, now if a Mac is sent out for repair, typically repairs take three to five days. Uh, currently where I work, they sent me the box, I shipped it out. Kind of the same box to them that we, that we used to get. Oh, cool. Uh, and, and ship it out, and then I got it back in three days. So honestly, they're, they ship it out overnight. I'm not basing it on me working there. I'm basing it on a recent thing I did at my own job. Just letting you know, <laughs> in case the sneakers are out there trying to think I'm giving inside information. No, this is a from a repair that I currently did at my current job. So it takes three to five business days to send it out. That's a very fast repair time. I'd be honest for computers. Yeah, I don't think anything's wrong with that. I uh, I'll give you an example. I visited the Apple Store in Toronto, Canada. Oh, yeah. And they don't have the ability to send a computer out for repair because the uh, repair centers are actually only U.S.-based. So they would tell customers that they wouldn't get their computers for 14 to 22 business days. That's crazy. Yeah. Blame Canada. (laughs) So, So, I mean, you guys have it good here in the U.S. Yeah, so think of that, and especially when it comes to a Dell or a Windows product. Another area is quality programs. Now, right now, iPhone 7 has a repair program for no service issues. Apple has determined that a small percentage of iPhone 7's devices may show no service. Small amount. <laughs> uh, if, uh, t- due to a component failing on the logic board. So what they tell you to do is to look up your model number. And by the way, if it's damaged, anything that's damaged under a quality program, sorry guys, you are not you're gonna be paying a cost for that. Tim, talk about that. <laughs> oh, we may have a small God. crack in the corner. Yeah. What happened? So yeah. that was always a difficult conversation to have because you're first telling the customer that it will be repaired under the um, quality program, which is no cost. And then you give them a call three to four days later saying that, oh, you actually owe us $149 because your screen is cracked. And they would be a little upset about that because now they thought they were getting a free device or free repair, and now they actually have to pay for it. Um, so it's a lot of, again, like Will and I continually repeat, it's just an education factor, you know, letting the customer know why this issue is happening, why it does cost this amount, um, you know, letting them know, just being completely transparent with them. And, and that's why I like having geniuses up in the front of the store because they know every single program in here. Yep. But if we're grabbing someone who doesn't know about the quality program and books the appointment, does that? What, they're going to say, oh, why didn't they tell me that at the front? That's that. That's always a big problem. So education from the Apple employees is the best thing to make everybody happy. For sure. You know. For sure. Okay. They did offer loaners for, I don't know if they still do or not, but they offered loaners as an option. May not be the best option, though. I'll be honest. Uh, sometimes having a loaner device may not be the thing you want, especially when you're getting a. Maybe you're not getting the same type of phone. Also, if you lose the phone or you crack it, you got to pay for that. Certain carriers cost you to activate on phones. That is a Metro PCS thing, by the way. So if you're Metro PCS, every time you move your SIM card over to another phone and you call in, you got to pay a fee every time you do that. Yeah, and it's some of those other like really small third-party ones. Like I think Mint, yep. Mint Mobile was one of them that cost money. You know, I'll be honest, the best one out there right now, Xfinity is really good. I've heard a lot of things about Xfinity. They're low cost, and you know what? They use Verizon signals. Yeah, that's what I've so heard. So the, activ- the activation's easy, the, the cost is low. 
I'll be honest, if you have Xfinity right now, that'd be the one I go with. Yeah, for sure. All right, last thing is pickup. So you're done. The product's repaired. You're going to pick it up. I'm going to let Tim kind of explain the pickup process because he was a staple in that area. Just so you know, all repairs that are done based on the terms and conditions on the back of the dev- of your repair, you have a 90-day warranty on there. Uh, typically, we do activation, and you are you can restore from backup, but I'm going to let Tim explain like a pickup. Yeah, so typically, you'll actually visit the, uh, we called the, a gatekeeper in the front of the store um, they'll check in and verify that your order is actually ready for pickup and if they are able to say yes it's ready for pickup they'll send you to a designated area in the store whether what each store has a different area where the pickups are happening um, but we had a designated small table in our store you were able to pick up your devices from and then typically you'll meet a genus admin which was who I was and I would have your iPad, your iPhone, your MacBook, your Beats that came back, your Apple Watch that came back, um, whatever product you're coming to pick up. And then I would, you know, have you sign, I would verify your ID because you have to be the person that is identified to the product or you have to be the alternative pickup that the original person put you down as. Um, And you have to be verified with a state issued ID. Once I am able to do that, I will go over the repair, what happened to the device, why it costs this much, you know, give a little bit of education on, you know, proper ways to, you know, handle your device, you know, recommend cases, recommend screen protectors, um, you know, the whole whole nine yards to ensure that you don't come back again in a good way. What if it's what if it's eight yards? <laughs> good one. <laughs> I never heard anyone say that response. <laughs> Um, and then I would ultimately charge you um, for the pickup, uh, for the repair. And then uh, if you needed to, like Will said, if you needed to activate your phone, if you needed to restore from a backup, um, I would start the process with you. And then I would actually hand you off to what we had a setup table and you'd actually finish the setup from there. I've said it in a previous show before. I always finish my conversations with, I hope I never see you again in a very sarcastic way mm-hmm. because one, I hope I gave you the, the best education that I could on your Apple products. And two, I don't want to see you again because I don't want to see you back in the store to get a repair. I want to see you back in the store to buy new products, you know, tell us about stories with your products, not necessarily have to fix your devices again. So I'd always yep. say that and be like, but in a good way, just to come say hi. In a nutshell, that's, that's the entire you know, Genius Bar journey, and Will did a very good job at explaining um, the explicit, the different qualifications that allows you to actually have an appointment and be have the best experience in the Apple Store. I have a long bus ride to New York, so I had a lot to write down. <laughs> nice. uh, yeah, uh, but honestly, also one last thing when it comes to the pickup table, when you're restoring from the backup, it doesn't fully complete there, so please make sure you're taking that home. Also, for you Mac guys, you are going to be using Time Machine backup. You most some of the time your computer is going to come back erased. You are not going to do your time machine back up there. It's going to take forever. Right. You need to go home and do that. But as far as iPhone, you can absolutely start it there. If you have iCloud, you know, if you have a Mac, don't do not do it there. You can do that when you get home. You know, you have a 90-day warranty, people. So just so you know that, you always have a 90-day warranty on your product. Or if you have AppleCare, it's even better. Hey, hey, before you go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen, this episode is sponsored by Zune. Zune is a discontinued line of digital media products by Microsoft. 
Zune is in the top 1,000 so digital media players in the world. Listen to all your Napster illegal music right here on this device. Join the more than 2 million Zooners in 2008 today by purchasing your Zune on eBay. Also, you college kids, you can be Zune masters. That's a real thing, by the way. And spread your message on all American college campuses and get free gear and host Zune parties. Join the Zune revolution. All right, guys, we're going to break down the Apple Store, Tunius Bar, terms and conditions. This is something that after every repair or replacement, you do have to sign an agreement. So let's start off right away, the very first sentence. So Apple will service your product as described and for the charges shown on the work authorization plus any applicable tax. Apple may restrict service to one product per customer during your visit to the Apple Retail Store. When the service is covered by Apple's warranty, Apple understands that your data may be valuable to you. Data loss during service is always a possibility, and in some cases, data may be unrecoverable, erased, or reformatted during service. For this reason, it is your sole responsibility to back up all existing data, software, or programs from your product and decide whether to erase any such data from your product prior to receiving service. Apple is not responsible for loss, recovery, or compromise of data, software, or programs, or loss of use of your product or other equipment arising out of the services provided by Apple. You represent that your product does not contain any legal files or data. You acknowledge that your device may be sent out for a common carrier to be serviced by an external service provider. For this reason, it is recommended that you back up your device and wipe it prior to submission of service. There's a lot to take in that one. Yeah, I never, yeah. I never heard of that last part. If oh yeah, I've... if it's going to be sent out to a common carrier to external service provider, you have to back up your device and wipe it. So yeah, so remember, first thing I want to break down, one product per customer. I can't tell you how many times how annoying that oh, yeah. is, that people came in with multiple products under one appointment. That's not how it works. And I am yeah. and I was usually pretty good at correcting that. So that's, in my opinion, I think I was good at correcting that. Also, that the fact that Apple understands your data is valuable to do, data loss could occur during service. There was an agreement that we had people sign prior to that for the repair, because sometimes people, we don't send them the terms and conditions because there's nothing to sign. They understand that anytime we did like any diagnostics or anything, you could lose data. But again, the main thing on this one, and we probably say it almost every episode, you are responsible to back up your stuff. Yep. Apple is not. Yep. I don't know how many times I could, you know, talk about that. Also, that Apple tells you that hey, we're gonna be we could be sending this out for service, and that happens with a lot of Macs, and a lot of times they're gonna be wiped, especially these 2016 MacBook Pros and above, because the solid state drive is soldered to the board, so you're guaranteed an erase if the logic board's got to be changed. This this is extremely important. When people skip this, you know, again, people are gonna say, oh, that genius didn't tell me about it. Well, it's in the terms and conditions. You know, people say that they don't read this, but you have to read it. You know, that's why we're doing this now. All right, Tim. Yeah, next one. All right. Section two. If service is needed due to failure of parts that are not original to the product or due to damage caused by abuse, 
misuse, or external cause, Apple reserves the right to return the product to you without servicing it, and may hold you responsible for any indicated diagnostic fee. Apple will not be responsible for any damage to the product that occurs during the repair process that is a result of any unauthorized modifications or repairs or replacements not performed by Apple or an authorized Apple service provider. If damage results, Apple will seek your authorization for any additional costs for completing service even if the product is covered by warranty or an Apple Care service plan. If you decline authorization, Apple may return your product unrepaired in the damaged condition without any responsibility. So as a genius admin, I saw this a lot, and I had to have yeah, a lot of these that, that, tough conversations. That's why, that's why this sentence was good for you. Yeah. You um, had to make the call. So let's say let's say that you uh, have an iPhone six, and instead of getting the screen replaced with within an Apple service provider or an Apple, and you get it fixed at like iFixit or some stand in the mall for a cheaper rate, and then you come into the Apple Store for to replace your Apple battery because your battery needs to be replaced, and during the repair, the genius or the technician accidentally breaks the screen, finds out that it's a third-party screen. Mm-hmm. We can actually attempt to put the broken screen back on, have you come pick it up, and then say, "Hey, your screen is cracked due to repair because it's third-party. We cannot replace it for you." But we can replace it for you if you if you pay for the replacement cost of the screen, or you can decline it at the pickup. Now this seems like something that is like, wow, like Apple broke it, they should pay for it. Yes, right. but in this agreement, if it's not a genuine Apple part, we are not responsible for the product. Um, yeah, so that that is huge that. to know. So I can tell you right now, the Genius Bar that was something that if we could we. I'll be honest. Geniuses know when you have a third-party screen. They, they know because they can see it. And it's very obvious sometimes, especially yeah. like if there's like a certain tint to the screen, like a bluish tint. You can tell it's a modified device. What this is saying is that one of the responsibilities as a genius is to tell people, hey, we'll try the repair, but if this doesn't work or there's any other modifications or liquid damage, we're going to put the original screen back on and we may damage it while we open it. Yep. You know, Honestly, Apple protects us in these work authorizations. But one thing I hated from a management standpoint, and I never understood this, this protects us even if we don't say it. Am I right or am I wrong? No, no, you're completely right. So why would management side with a customer because we didn't say it? You know, I, I always said, to, I saw, I told every customer, you if you do read these terms and conditions, you know, if something happens, Likely it's going to be mentioned in here. You know, a lot of times we had to say it just to say we said it. But to be honest, people still would come back and say, oh, he never said that. Yeah, that's just like people get wanting to get to what they want. Um, but I think it went case by case, specifically for the store that we worked in. I, I always said this protected me no matter if I did something wrong or not, because the, the oh, terms I agree are with right you. there. Part of the service, Apple may install system software updates that will prevent your Apple product from reverting to an earlier version of the system software. Third-party applications installed on your Apple product may not be compatible to work with your Apple product as a result of the system software update. Now, that's going to be a big thing because, remember, the next operating system coming out is going to stop supporting legacy products that are not optimized for the Mac. They've been, they've been up, you know, they're allowing these apps to stay aboard and working, but the reality is they're going to stop. I can tell you right now, I probably have at least four, five, six apps that are not going to work with the next OS operate. Yeah. Remember Flappy Bird? 
<laughs> yeah, Flappingbird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of examples out there. Even like older versions of Photoshop, CS6 is not going to work on the next upgrade. So I can tell you, this is going to be bigger than ever the next operating system when it comes out, and that's coming out in a matter of months. So yeah. To, and to be honest, you know, people sometimes want to go backwards, and there is some Macs that can go backwards. But if you're if you were running, you know, Mac OS X Mavericks, and you're going to be upgraded to Mojave, that's five years of a change. Yeah, that's big. There's a lot of things that change, and a lot of people come to the Genius Bar and were that far behind. They never upgraded the Opera because they didn't know how to do it. You know, so the reality is that that happens. So I'm I fully get that. If service requires labor and or parts not specified on the work authorization, Apple may seek your approval of a revised estimate. If you do not agree that Apple may revise the charges, Apple may return your product and hold you responsible for any indicated diagnostic fee. Uh, this is related to what I was describing before. Let's say, uh, again, another genius admin kind of duty was, uh, let's say we sent out a iPhone got screened and it needs to be sent out to Depot for further investigation and it gets sent out because it's having a wireless connectivity issue and then they open up the phone and they actually find water damage inside the phone. So now it's going to be re-quoted for a different cost and we have to acknowledge the customer of the new cost of the uh, product Mm -hmm. because it wasn't actually written in the original work authorization. So you have the option to deny it or agree to it, but with the understanding that the original problem may not be fixed because of the ex- the other yeah. issues that populated. Yeah, yeah it's going to go back broken. And I'll be honest, Apple doesn't do a diagnostic fee, at least in the U.S., I don't recall. I think it's more so third-party Apple authorized service providers that might be I, I believe you're exactly correct fee. with that. But Apple stores, I can tell you right now, because they use this work authorization for everywhere. Uh, so I can tell you right now, this is more third-party space, but I can tell you with Apple, they never turned to diagnostic fee. Yeah. I never see him do that. All right, so Apple may use parts or products that are new or equivalent to new in reliability and performance. We're going to talk about that in a second. Apple will retain the replaced part or product that is exchanged as its property, and the replacement part will become your property. Replaced parts are generally repairable and are exchanged or repaired by Apple for value. So this is important. This is a big one. Because everyone that came to a store and said, oh, is it new or refurbished? Well, in Article 5, it says that they are new or equivalent to new. Yep. Now, this wording has changed over the years that I've been part of Apple. At one point, they would say reconditioned. They would say yeah, refurbished. That. So they, this wording has changed since I've been a part of Apple. But I remember always saying refurbished at one point. But reconditioned was the word. Now it's equivalent to new. So... I, so if I was at the bar now and I saw that, because I, I would look at the terms and conditions from here and there, I would say, is it new or is it re- refurbished? I would say new or equivalent to new. Tim, explain what refurbished is. Refurbished is a product that was given in and it was previously used and owned and it has been tested and verified that it will work again and can be you know, re-sold re, uh, to uh, new customers. That means the battery's been used, the screen's been used. When you get a replacement phone, your screen's new, your battery's new, your outside casing's new. The only thing that may have been reused is a logic board. And if it's still like in a manufacturing, I guarantee you that it's still a new device. But if it's like an yeah. iPhone 6 or 6S, it's not lo- no longer made, 
I would likely say is equivalent to new. So that just explains that, but please understand that Apple doesn't do refurbished products. And Tim's going to talk about the next sentence, which ties into that. Yeah, but I just want to point out one more point from the last one. Uh, just from another, again, from another genius admin perspective, a lot of customers asked for like their screens back or their batteries back, their old ones that they were replaced uh, because mm-hmm. they felt that they owned that property. Uh, yeah, according to this agreement, and it's always been a, a thing, you cannot bring your, you're kind of exchanging goods. I'm giving you a new part, I'm taking your old part. What's important about getting your screens replaced is a lot of the old screens have screen protectors on them. Um, so they will not come and be replaced on your new dev- new screen. Um, so they will actually just be thrown away. Some geniuses or genius admins give the courtesy of having it removed from your old screen and giving it back to you because some screen protector companies have warranties with them. But uh, just be wary. If, if you're bringing a cracked screen in to get replaced and it has a screen protector on it, I'd advise you to take it off before the, you come to the Apple store. Yeah, it's a big thing too. We, 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 I mean, geniuses have to be smart to. I always tell people to take it off. I never brought it in the back. Yeah, never. yeah, ex- exactly. Or I would warn them, or I would warn them that hey, this is gonna crack when we open. It's gonna crack. So, you know, like the if you want to get a good screen protector, by the way, get the Belkin one in the Apple stores. They have a lifetime warranty, guys. So, yep, get yep. those. Okay, so uh, Apple warrants for a period of ninety days from the date of service. That service will be performed in a competent and workmanlike manner. And that all parts used to service your product will be free from defects in materials and workmanship, unless otherwise specified by Apple. Apple for- further warrants to the extent permitted by law that batteries installed as part of Apple's battery replacement service for Apple portable Mac computers will be free from defects and materials and workmanship for one year from the date of service. Every part that you get replaced in your either computer or iPhone has a 90-day warranty on it. Outside of the Apple Mac batteries, they actually have a one-year warranty associated to it. Now, this is not a, oh, the I cracked the screen within 90 days, it has a warranty, I can get a replacer free. No, it's if it's a manufacturing defect or you know something just not working right that is not caused by the user, falls into that 90-day or one-year warranty. But it has to be the original issue. Yes. It's, it, can't, it can't be like, so if you get it changed because it had a no power issue and then you get it and then the screen's like blanks out. They're not related. So technically Apple doesn't have to cover that. Correct. Um, I'll be honest, there are ways around that but I will tell, but that's not for me to say. <laughs> um, which I t- But I just said it. So uh, one thing that's interesting about the portables, um, batteries have a one-year warranty on them. So a lot of people don't know that. People think it falls under the 90-day warranty. It doesn't. Well, it's uh, just for so, the max. Right. So, But a lot of people don't know that. Right, right, right. So, so yeah, one year. So that's not bad. Uh, <laughs> if you have not claimed your product and paid all charges due within 60 days oh, after being notified by Apple that your product has been serviced, Apple will consider your product abandoned and may dispose of your product in accordance with applicable law. Okay. The best <laughs> example of this is people who are in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the best example. As weird as that sound, people go to jail and they don't they have no way to get to the store Definitely. but then they don't tell anybody about their Mac like being stuck in the store so and I'll be honest we're lenient on that 60 days because we go we give them a lot more time oh, than we're that. very lenient yeah I mean so I'm only laughing at this one because I saw this policy from two my two positions at Apple 
uh, from a genius admin perspective and a uh, operations um, specialist um, because we dealt with it together. Um, and this, I've had, I have many stories about this whole leniency of the 60-day return policy and how we notify them and stuff like that. Um, so that's for another time. But yeah, this is very important, um, especially for your products that are very expensive, like your MacBooks um, or your iPhones. Like they're they're not cheap, and for you to just leave them there and not have them be claimed after 60 days, just be sent in to be torn apart and reused, it's a shame. And unfortunately, like I said, they're expensive products. So sometimes it's where the customers actually are trying to save up the money to pay for the repair. If you don't tell Apple, be like, hey, can you hold it for X amount of days? I need the funds to pay for it. We were we were pretty accommodating to it. But you just we have are, to let yeah. us know. As long as you contact the store, yeah. they're not going to get rid of it. What I would tell people, the best way to pay this off, Apple does have a credit card in store for the Barclay card that you get like a certain amount of month to pay off. This would technically count as a payment, right? I mean, I would see that that this to um, not be a payment. I think so. I, I would think it would. I think it's anything from Apple, as long as the first purchase is a certain amount of money. So if you have a liquid damage 15-inch MacBook Pro, that costs you 1200 bucks, guys. It's, it's expensive, yeah. very expensive to fix. So I could completely get why, you know, you want to do that. So the last thing, if service involved, I'm reading what? this. I'm reading it. Oh, sorry. Uh, Come on, Will. You're stepping uh, on uh, my my game. Uh, oh, Tim. Anyway, sorry, Tim. if ahead. service involves transferring information or installing software, you represent that you have the legal right to copy the information and agree to the terms of the software license, and you authorize Apple to transfer the information and accept such terms on your behalf in performing the service. Okay, yeah, so this is a... I, was, I just had to read it again. <laughs> awkward, awkward pause. Uh, Will, just remind me, is this a data transfer? Is this what they're talking about? No, this is this is involving... See, I'm glad you read the sentence that you have nothing to do with. And part of your job. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what this means. Installing software uh, represents that... What we're doing is that we're basically installing an operating system or we're erasing it, uh, you know, and then when it talks about you authorize Apple to transfer the information, you know, basically would count under the one of the terms and conditions regarding the data transfers. Uh, so, oh, okay, okay. really, this one's kind of like not that big of a deal. I don't think we ran into this too much, but really, it's it just comes down to data. Yeah, it comes down to data transfers and it comes down to leaving the product in the store and allowing us to install an operating system. So that's your terms and conditions, guys. So, I mean, you can go online on apple.com. They put it up there for everyone to look at. Uh, they have they have all the legal stuff up there if you really want to read through it. But the reality is when you go to the Genius Bar and you scroll down that long page, you are agreeing to all these things and you will not be able to get a lawyer to stop you from getting anywhere with that. So, so funny, funny enough, I actually had a customer come to the store and she picked up her new iPhone from the Genius Bar. She had to set up a new Apple ID for the phone and she works in Washington DC for like a legal team where she has to she fights for these people that like read don't read these documents and they end up signing and agreeing to things that they don't agree to and stuff like that, whatever. And she ends up read has to reading a lot of them. So she actually sat in a store and read the terms and conditions for signing up for an Apple ID. And mm. she was there for almost like an hour and a half reading them. But she read it all. <laughs> 
That's great. Yeah, I, That's I, crazy. I never, I never experienced that. I would never think to read it myself. People do read it. People do read it sometimes. Yeah. Uh, very rare, but people do read it. Yeah. But again, the bottom line is that you're not getting a repair unless you accept it. So that's the bottom line.